Today on In Grace, we're exploring Israel, and we're gonna take you to an incredible site, Mikmash. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the host of In Grace Radio and TV. Hi, welcome to In Grace on our special Friday and weekend edition where we go somewhere. And today we're going to take you to Israel again, and we're going to look for this really unique place called Mikmash. And how do we know about Mikmash? Well, it's where Jonathan, the son of King Saul, was going to try to find a secret passage up to conquer the Philistine garrison that had been placed there. So I got my friend who's the archaeologist that is the director of the Shiloh dig. His name is Dr. Scott Stripling. And together, him and I looked through maps and we decided to go and look for this pass. And these two people, Jonathan and his armor bearer in 1 Samuel, go and defeat the whole garrison there. And it's just an amazing, amazing story. So what an adventure to be able to go out and just explore in Israel to find a place that I haven't seen anyone else do a video on. And that's what we're going to be talking about today here on In Grace. And also another interesting thing that we're going to talk about is how a major in the British army in World War I was able to use the same tactic to defeat the Turkish army. Uh, and so it's really amazing how an ancient passage way of people that read the Bible, that's how accurate the Bible is. They can use it almost as a map and use it in modern times and how that was very important on the allies capturing what was called Palestine and eventually allowing Israel to go back there with the British mandate. I love it when the Bible is proven once again to be accurate and truthful. And I hope that we can find courage today as we search for ancient Micmash. Right before we go into the program today, let me remind you that In Grace is also a television program. You can find us on TBN every Wednesday night or anytime on YouTube. When you go to YouTube, just search for In Grace. And when you find us, go ahead and subscribe, get alerts, and like the videos. When you do that, you're going to be notified when we put a new one out and we're putting out one or two a week. Really exciting In Grace adventures from all over the world. And more people are going to be able to see in grace and hear the gospel and hopefully be saved. So if you want to be a part in evangelism, then I encourage you to go to YouTube and subscribe, get alerts, and like the videos. We're also on Roku, by the way, and you can find us there anytime for free. Speaking of Israel, you can go with us on an Israel trip. We have three coming up in the future. Go to ingraceradio.com, ingraceradio.com, and that's how you'll find a way to travel to Israel with in grace. And one last thing, some of you are saying, how do I get this Discover Hidden Israel 2 video series? Because not only did we look for Mikmash, we also went and explored underneath the ancient Jewish temple and on top of the Temple Mount. We went to the city of David, where I believe Melchizedek's altar was and David's altar was, and we got exclusive access with our friend, Dr. Scott Stripling. And then Mikmash was the third part we're talking about today. And the fourth one is ancient Shechem, where Dr. Scott and I go up to the city of Nablus and we were able to go 
get really exclusive access to Joseph's tomb and Jacob's well. You want to see this entire four-part full-length video series, Discover Hidden Israel 2. You can get it from us here at In Grace. When you make a gift of any amount to make sure more people hear the gospel, we're going to thank you by sending you Discover Hidden Israel 2, either by DVD or digital download. If your gift is $35 or more, I'm going to send you Discover Hidden Israel 1, 2, and 3. And to Discover Hidden Israel 3, I jump into the four seas of Israel. And that was one of the most exciting ones I've ever done. If your gift can be $100 or more, we're going to send you the Israel Bundle, eight exciting video adventures in Israel, filmed in Israel, like the Copper Scroll, the quest to rebuild the Jewish temple, Joshua's conquest, Jesus' first days, Jesus' last day. All of these will be sent to you as our thank you for your gift of $100 or more. You can contact us by calling at 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE, or go to ingraceradio.com. Or you can write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Our adventure begins in Jerusalem. We arrived at the hotel that Dr. Stripling was staying, and before we went to try to find Micmash, I wanted to sit down with Scott to try to figure out where to go and what to look for. Scott! Jim, what's up, buddy? How are you? <laughs> I'm awesome. Are you ready to see adventure? It. Yes, this is going to be a great one. What in the world are we thinking? <laughs> well, you're going to go boldly go where few men have gone before. <laughs> Only men like Allenby and Jonathan, brave men. <laughs> well, I don't want to probably be in that category just because I don't fit. But um, I haven't seen anyone do anything on Mikmash. Right. And I've loved the story. You know, as you read through 1 Samuel right. 14, you come to this really interesting story of a secret pass. Right. It's intriguing. It is. And since you've dug at Kerbet Cutter and Shiloh, you're familiar with the general area. Yes. I've passed Micmash at least a thousand times, but, you know, you don't usually stop and, and take a look, and that's what we're going to do today. Yeah. And so you've guaranteed that we're going to find the actual cast. What I guaranteed was that if we find Philistines, we're going to defeat them, okay? <laughs> and who knows? There may be a few still hanging around. Now that would be amazing. Yeah. Because uh, from what I understand, they're extinct. Is that true? Well, but, you know, okay. it's a conspiracy theory. Well, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want to check with you on some of the facts of the story. Okay. So we have some locations, actually quite a few locations in this. It almost seems similar to me like when they were conquering I, we got so many different geographic locations, you know, the hill to the north, shallow valley to the north, right. uh, Bethel to the west. This seemed almost similar to that as you read through the scripture. We have Gibeah, which right. is an important location, and, and you actually know where that is. Yes, this is called Tel El Ful. We'll pass by there. And okay, and then there's Giba, and I believe that's also known mm -hmm. today. Those are close to each other. And then we'll go up to Mikmash, which, you know, sometimes the cities will migrate a little bit here or there. Right. Today's Mikmash, which is an Arab village, may not be exactly where the encampment was or the fortress 
where the Philistines were. But anyways, we're, we're, we're in the of, neighborhood. Yeah, we know we're close. Mm-hmm. Now, there was a massive army that had gathered because right. Jonathan had defeated a maybe a garrison of soldiers mm-hmm. at Giba, and then Saul claimed the credit for that. You know, he broadcast in the land that Saul had done this. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's a real issue there. And maybe that's the start of the downward spiral for Saul, that he claimed that victory and it was really his sons. Now everyone's afraid, everyone's running away. We have this massive force that assembles at Michmash. Israel's scared, right? They're running, they're hiding, isn't it basically? Yeah, I mean, you've got men that are hiding and then you have others who have defected to the Philistines. Yeah. So you've got traitors and then you've got deserters and then you've got people hiding in the rocks. And then here comes Jonathan like a one-man army with his armor bearer, and they're so valiant. And they're like, there's some things worse than dying. We know there's like a, there's a pass. And so is that like an opening from the wadi so you can easily come through? From the, the highway, when, when we turn off on the highway, there's two natural cliffs. Okay. And so there's a cliff on one side and a cliff on the other side. And that's most likely the, the two that are mentioned in the Bible. So most people would never scale that. They would go forward more and go through a pass. And that's probably where the, the main army was assembled. Right. But on top of those cliffs on one side or the other, from what I'm trying to understand in the text, there's a, a flat area that it says uh, an ox can plow in a day. So it's like a half an acre is small, what the Bible small, says, a area. small little patch. And there was a garrison of 20, I believe, Philistines stationed there maybe as a lookout. And so the story is that Jonathan at night says, let's go. Yeah. And snuck out with his armor bearer. And the armor bearer must have been pretty brave too. Whatever is in your heart to do, I'm with you. He That's amazing. Yeah. So then as they were about to, you know, make a decision, we're gonna stand here, we're gonna make ourselves known, Mm -hmm. you know, sticking out their tongue or whatever to the (laughs) Philistine. And Jonathan says, if they say, come on up, we know we can take them, we know God is with us. If they say, we're gonna come down to you, then we know that we're not going to do this. And so we know that they said, come on up. You're gonna guarantee that we find the actual spot and we're gonna see Jonathan was here on the rock somewhere It'll be there by the time we leave. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. All right, we got some hiking to do. Let's go to Gibeah of Saul. The story of Jonathan and Michmash really begins at Saul's palace at Gibeah. Scott said he knows where that is and that a modern king also started to build a palace there and never finished. We're going to Places Less Traveled with Scott Stripling. That should be the show title, Places Less Traveled. All right, tell El Fool, here we come. All right, so we're approaching the site that was Gibeah. Gibeah of Saul, right. And this was where Saul's palace was. That's right. And uh, not only Saul's palace, but King Hussein of Jordan decided that he would build his palace on top of Saul's palace. I think they call that hubris back in the 1960s. And it's sitting there as a a monument to the 1967 war. They couldn't finish it and they can't tear it down. So it's a tale of two kings, really. I mean, think about the kings that have been here. David was here, of course, when this is where spears were thrown at David. It's where Saul was throwing his spears. Yeah, at at this palace. Right here. So yeah, David was here, Jonathan was here, the Ark of the Covenant was here, Samuel was here. And this is truly one of those sites that 
very few people would come to right. because it's just off the beaten path. So this palace was built right on top of where Saul's palace was. We think, I mean, we're not positive where Saul's palace was here, but I think that this was built right on top of it. While standing at Gibeah, I thought back to Saul's impatient sacrifice. Samuel had said he would come to offer a sacrifice, but Saul grew anxious and did it himself. That brought the sad pronouncement from Samuel that Saul's descendants would not have his throne. We learned from this episode that obedience is better than sacrifice. All right, our next stop is Mikmash, where we're gonna learn about a one-man army. As Scott and I arrived at what we thought was a good candidate for the secret passage, we started to look for some biblical clues as to where Jonathan scaled the cliff. The Bible says there were two sharp rocks with names, Bozes, which means glistening or shining, and Senna, which means thorny. When Scott started to give me a hard time about my choice to wear hiking pants, I had to bring up him being asked to wear a skirt to cover his legs on the Temple Mount in episode one. And you know, what I was hoping to do is find a huge rock coming up off a boulder and okay, there's uh-huh. Senna. And speaking of Senna, which means thorny, how are your legs doing with all these <laughs> thorns and stuff? Well, Bozes, how are you doing? <laughs> the shiny one. Yeah. Um, is it wise to wear shorts through the Holy Land? Well, yes, it is. Uh, three out of four tourists do. <laughs> but if I had legs like yours, I would cover them up, so don't hey, worry. You know what? I was thinking of wearing a skirt next time. <laughs> Very funny. Do you want to explore the rich history and fascinating mysteries of the Holy Land? From the breathtaking landscapes to the hidden gems buried beneath the surface, Discover Hidden Israel 2 will transport you to places few have ever seen. With a gift of any amount to Ingrace, Jim Scudder will send you Discover Hidden Israel 2 as his heartfelt thank you. For a gift of $35 or more, you'll also receive two additional video series, Discover Hidden Israel 1 and 3. Call 800-78-GRACE or go to ingraceradio.com. If you want to take your exploration to the next level, with a gift of $100 or more, you'll receive Ingrace's entire Israel bundle, featuring a collection of eight captivating video series filmed in Israel. To get your hands on these incredible offers, call 800-78-GRACE, go to ingraceradio.com, or write to Ingrace at P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. That's 800-78-GRACE, or ingraceradio.com. As we walked up this hill, everything seemed right. A cliff that had to be scaled, two giant rocks, a plateau about a half an acre, all within sight of the modern Arab village of Mikmash. Could this really be the place? And we made it. We scaled the mountain. And little did we know that you would find ruins up here too. I I did not realize that there were ruins up here. I mean, we've got a a circular ruin. We aren't able to date it, but the little bit of pottery that we found was Iron Age. 
It's very interesting because we're thinking about if if this is the right spot, it would make sense why the Philistines would be camped here. Sure. And so the main force of the Philistines, it says, were in Michmash. And that's the modern day Arab village of Michmash. Right. But the garrison, basically a sentry watch, was stationed here because on this point, you can watch the approach from Saul and his army. Right. And so uh, this seems about the right size of what I would have imagined. And there are steep cliffs and big boulders that would match the biblical description right. of Bozes and Senna, the two rocks. Uh, I can just almost picture Jonathan uh, popping up and arriving and his armor bearer, and they just were so committed to doing what is right. And, and this was a secret mission. No one even knew that they were doing this, but from that act of faith, it led to a great victory for the people of God. And all it took was one man taking a stand. We call it a one-man army because we've got Israelites hiding in caves. We've got Israelites who have defected to the Philistines. Now I'm gonna be a polytheist instead of a monotheist. And we've got Israelites in the north in the Ephraim territory who are not heeding the call, call them cowards or whatever you wanna call it. Hmm. But when Jonathan and his armor bearer make a stand, Everybody gains courage. It's a tremendous story. It is. And we have found it. <laughs> I think we've got a verisimilitude. Yeah. You know, we've got an, an ancient ruin of a fortress here. Maybe it's in modern times used as a sheep pen or something like that. I don't know. But we've got the cliffs. We've got the village of Michmash. And incidentally, the Philistine um, main army camped right there makes good sense because you're near a village for provisions. Right, so, and, and line of sight too, to the garrison. It's, right. Mm -hmm. So then they could signal, okay, we have approaching enemy coming. So this feels right, it really does. Amazing. It's yeah. the perfect campsite. Right. The right. topography fits, the geography fits, the toponymy fits. Amazing. Welcome to uh, McMash. Well, hey, you, you, you found it, Scott. Good job. Well, you know, there hasn't been two guys bad to the bone <laughs> on this spot since Jonathan and his armor bearer, okay? So okay. now here so we are. So you're Jonathan, I'm sure. And of course. You know. In this particular do? story. <laughs> this is great. Cool. Another thing I think of here at Micmash is a story from World War I, where you have the British in 1917, they take Jerusalem and there was one last pocket of the Turkish resistance and General Edmund Allenby, who was in command of the forces here, and uh, he's still well-favored here in Israel, of course, was a Bible believer, a born-again Christian, and they were uh, nearby, mm -hmm. and the Turkish were actually in Mi'kmaq. Yeah. Now, the account of, of Allenby's triumph, it doesn't say this, but logically we can assume that if the Turks are camped there, that they've got a garrison up here, because there's water here too. Yeah. So they're on the lookout here, they've got water, probably unfolded the same way. Uh, something they had done to uh, help the British soldiers understand the topography of the land was they gave them all Bibles. And they said, read this so you can start to understand the geography, mm -hmm. the, the topographical features. And so as they were camped here, uh, wanting to attack the final pocket of resistance, one of the majors, mm. his name was Vivian Gilbert, he was reading and he comes across Micmash. He's Rings reading this, yeah. yeah. And then I, th I think maybe he had remembered it also from reading it as a child. 
So he brings this to Allenby and says, you know, here's, here's something. And Allenby reads the story of and Jonathan. And this is the night before the battle. It was. Yeah. Reads the story of Jonathan and his armor bearer and the Philistines. And he decides to try it. Can you imagine all these centuries later, they're going to try the same tactic. 3,000 years. That worked yeah. for Jonathan. And so they did. They sent a small platoon scaling the same cliff with the rocks of Bozes and Senna. They get to the top and the Turkish were so surprised, they went into confusion. They were defeated. And this, this almost exact same story happened as it did in the Bible with the Philistines. And uh, that's basically the, the last straw of allowing the British to have control and the allies to have control during World War I of Palestine. Right. Which is really interesting because later that feeds into the British mandate. The mandate. Well, that's what creates the mandate. Right. Sure. So, so then uh, they say, okay, now Israel should have a homeland of the Jews because of Holocaust. And, and, they, and they get it. They get the homeland in 1948. I just love the fact that the Bible is verified again in our modern times. Yeah. It's a, a great story. I think the viewpoint of the Turks from here, as you can imagine, from here we can see everything. Right. If they're coming, we'll know it. That's the same mistake the Philistines made. So what did Allenby do? They came all the way around and up this way where they were invisible because of the cliffs. So they fell for the same ruse and just goes to show you when you read the Bible, good things happen. But then after the victory of Michmash, the ball starts to roll in the favor of Saul. What happens is when the people, the men of Ephraim, hear that there's been a victory, they gain courage and they come and join in. The traitors who were living among the Philistines who'd given up, they gain courage and they turn on the Philistines. And then those who were hiding in the caves hear about everything that's happening. So it's this synergistic effect. Yeah. Ephraimites and traitors and, and the deserters, they all come in simultaneously and they rout the Philistines. Yeah. And Saul said, look what I did. Right, right. And then, you know, God isn't giving the glory there. But anyways, picture of Jonathan, a picture of Saul, two very different men. Mm. Uh, you know, soon after this, Jonathan makes a, a mistake without even realizing mm. it. There's an order to not eat, and he doesn't know, and he takes some honey and eats it. And anyways, it's just so many, uh, so many things to learn from, I think, personally in this chapter. I hope you enjoyed our program today as we've been able to discover hidden Israel with Dr. Scott Stripling and maybe find the actual location of Mi'kmaq. It was exciting to be able to walk these hills to explore, to look around, and to remember what happened here, both in ancient times, in the days of Jonathan and his armor bearer, but also in more modern times with the British and Allenby, as they were able to do something very similar to what scripture says. Now, let me end the show as we always do and explain to you that the God of Jonathan, the God of Israel, can be the God that is your savior. See, he is the God of creation. He's the God of all people. It's not a religion that we're talking about. It's trusting the one who created you and he came into this world to save you. He came into this land, his name is Jesus, and he died on a cross willingly as a sacrifice for your sins. And Jesus says, 
If you will simply believe in me, which means to trust in me, not into religion, not into doing good works, but just trust in me, I will save you. I will save you from perishing, which is hell. I will save you unto everlasting life. That's the good news of salvation. And that's what God wants for you. So before we go from here in Israel, let me ask you this question. If you died today, where would you go? And I hope you've understood the gospel for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And once you've received the Lord by faith, you can now do great and mighty things for God in faith like Jonathan. Do you want to explore the rich history and fascinating mysteries of the Holy Land? From the breathtaking landscapes to the hidden gems buried beneath the surface, Discover Hidden Israel 2 will transport you to places few have ever seen. With a gift of any amount to Ingrace, Jim Scudder will send you Discover Hidden Israel 2 as his heartfelt thank you. For a gift of $35 or more, you'll also receive two additional video series, Discover Hidden Israel 1 and 3. Call 800-78-GRACE or go to ingraceradio.com. If you want to take your exploration to the next level, with a gift of $100 or more, you'll receive Ingrace's entire Israel bundle, featuring a collection of eight captivating video series filmed in Israel. To get your hands on these incredible offers, call 800-78-GRACE, go to ingraceradio.com, or write to Ingrace at P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. That's 800-78-GRACE, or ingraceradio.com. Thank you for joining us on Ingrace Radio with Jim Scudder, Jr., InGrace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in next week as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on In Grace Radio.